Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 51 of Teaching Tales, the podcast totally devoted to sharing stories from the world of education. I am Brent Coley, your host and elementary school principal in beautiful Southern California, and it's been a while. It's been like, geez, like three months since I have done an episode, so we're back. Summer is over. The school year is now in full swing. And I'm back with episode 51, and I have not one, but two guests today. I have the amazing Heidi Baines and Taylor Rodriguez. Ladies, how are you today? Doing very well. Yes, doing well, too. Happy it's right. Awesome. Great. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to, I'm excited about our chat today. Heidi, first, we'll start with you. For people who are not familiar with Heidi Baines, who is Heidi Baines? <laughs> uh- <laughs> I am a coordinator of educational technology at the Riverside County Office of Education. Um, I have a background in social studies as well, but um, a tech nerd, a tech geek, and really anything computer science. Awesome. Yep. A person after my own heart. Very good. <laughs> and Taylor, tell us now, Taylor, you have an interesting relationship, a connection to Heidi, but Taylor, tell, yeah. tell all listeners, tell my mom and dad. I know they're listening. If nobody else, I say that a lot, but at least I, I know they're listening. Uh, who is who is Taylor? Tell us about you. Um, so I know Heidi. It's, it's still a little odd for, for me to call her Heidi. Um, I I knew her as Miss Almberg. Um, Heidi was my eighth grade English teacher and also my TV journalism teacher. Um, so I've known Heidi for a very long time. Uh, but I currently, I'm currently in a education specialist credential program. So I'm going to school to become a special education teacher. Um, I did my undergrad in liberal studies and women's gender and sexuality studies. And I'm currently an instructional aide over at a middle, uh, in an SDC 6th, um, 7th, and 8th grade class. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Well... Yeah, the connection that a former student, an eighth grade, and now you're about to finish your schooling to become mm-hmm. a teacher yourself, which is yeah. which is awesome. And Heidi, before you and I were talking before we recorded and before Taylor came on, that that's just awesome. That's just, I mean, how proud, tell me how proud you are right now that one of your former students is about to become a teacher. So, so proud. In fact, Brent, when you and I um, spoke about recording this, I didn't have a lot of stories come to mind right off the top of my head, but my first thought was I need to tell Taylor's story. Like Taylor needs to tell her story because she's, um, you know, we're not supposed to have my, we're not supposed to have favorites, but if I was going to list off favorites, Taylor's definitely one of them, if not the most. Right. So um, I'm so, so proud of her. Look, like I don't get real emotional, but I am that proud that I actually get a little emotional of, of all that she's done. And so that's awesome. Thank you. Well, Taylor, why? Because, well, first of all, why? Why did you want? Why did you want to become a teacher? What? What? What sparked you to go down this path? I've. I mean, I, I know it might sound cliche, but I, I truly mean it from the bottom of my heart. I, I enjoy helping people. Um, and I, I, at 18, I became a swim instructor. So I was giving swim lessons over at um, my, my local park, the local park. And I, don't, I, I just fell in love with, with 
teaching and and fight and figuring out ways to to teach a child or, or those children, you know, certain strokes, um, and along and, and 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 seeing just the light in their faces when they finally get something or when they're finally able to do something at at at, at a success or or you know even even if it's just a little improvement i always feel that's a success and and it's just it basically it's just an awesome feeling to know you're a part of that um and on top of that i i just really enjoyed being around kids they they have such a different perspective on life um and there's just always something funny that they just bring to you ah gosh just the things that they say i don't know i i just so i i definitely feel like when I was 18, that's when it really sparked my interest. Um, and also, I had some some really great teachers growing up. Um, obviously, Heidi was definitely one of them. And I always really appreciated the time my, my top teachers took to get to know me. Um, and so I felt like I wanted to bring that into the world, too, to the next generation. Ugh, my voice is kind of cracking right now. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so those are just a couple of my reasons. That is, that's amazing. And that, t- that touches on something. First of all, Heidi, how you, I mean, I'm not going to ask, you don't have to say it, but I know how you're feeling right now. Cause I know how I would be feeling if I was, <laughs> but <clears throat> so now Taylor, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you like, cause you touched on something there. You talked about relationships mm-hmm. and we were talking a little bit before we started recording. Cause there's a lot right now with your on, if you're reading on Twitter or articles and things like that about the power of relationships, and I've done some writing about that recently as well, you mentioned relationships. If I ask you now, tell me a story about what you remember. Now, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out story, but what do you remember from your eighth-grade year in Heidi's class? My guess is you're not going to tell me about, and again, you, be nice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But, <laughs> but but it's it's not going to be probably not going to be about she taught you how to add or subtract fractions or she taught you what the capital of this is or whatever. What do you remember about her class? You know, that's actually okay. So when I was on my way, um, you know, set up for this interview, I, I was thinking, okay, like, do I, should it, should it be a curriculum story? I was like, I don't have too many of those, but, um, there is one story I've always remembered. And anytime, oh. like I'm with friends or, um, even colleagues, I, I, I've brought this story up a couple, more than a couple times, <laughs> but my memory, one of my favorite memories is with Heidi is it was towards the end of our eighth or my eighth grade year. And, she, we, she, Heidi had, she allowed us to, um, or she took me and two other students um, to Pasadena for oh after school. And it was, and she got permission, you know, from our parents. Um, <laughs> but it was just so much fun. And I remember, like, it was like, almost like I had a big sister. Um, you know, and just even the music we listened to, we, we listened to in the car it was the music I would listen to on my own. I, one of the songs we listened to was, um, I don't know who the artist is, but it's my boyfriend's back and you're going to drink a 
So it was that song. And it was just such a fun day because, and I remember that was the first time I had realized Pasadena had um, diagonal sidewalks. And Heidi was the one who pointed it out to us. And we were like, yeah, let's, let's walk. Let's walk across the street like this. You know, over uh, where we lived, it's, we don't have that. Um, but it was just the fact that, you know, we, well, we went to Johnny Rockets that day. We ate. Um, we just went walking around the Crate and Barrel. We went to <laughs> Sephora. That was my first time in Sephora, actually. Um, and so she took us all the way back home after. And it was such a fun day. It was such a good way to end eighth grade year and go on into high school. Um, that that transition. But and and when I it, it means a lot to me, and I and I go back again to how much Heidi cared about making us feel like we were cared for, and I don't know. I I just it was a fun day. I I think about it and I just smile and my heart is happy. But I, I I'm just really grateful and I'm really appreciative for that day especially. And then that summer on too, um, that was the summer we went to the East Coast, um, a group of us. And so there was just so much Miss um, Heidi knew. Um, she, we went to the Arlington Cemetery. We went to New York. Um, we just did a lot of fun stuff and we, a lot of educational fun stuff. And I don't know, I just feel like my experiences wouldn't have been the same if it weren't for Heidi mm. because on top of that, on top of, you know, making sure that we felt like we were cared for, she was really patient and always really kind and always welcoming, always, her door was always open. Um, and I'm just really, really grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I would pull the tissues here and, and pass the for you. If, if, sorry, Heidi, I didn't mean to, to do that, but, but, but I'm going to say, Thank you, Taylor, for sharing that. And of anytime I do one of these broadcasts, it's like when a nugget like that, the whole purpose of this podcast is to share stories because everybody everybody loves a good story. We learn from stories. Stories help us remember things. And what I just heard you say, Taylor, it, over a decade later, <laughs> you remember the song on the radio <laughs> that you were listening to on your trip to Pasadena. You remember you went to Johnny Rockets. You remember the diagonal sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Heidi, was it a was it a history class? What um, was it? It, it was an English class and a TV journalism class. Okay. okay. So so And honestly I can't remember why we went to Pasadena, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but it's like but, but Taylor didn't just share stories about Subjects and predicates and diagramming sentences and dangling participles and all whatever it was that you guys in in narrative writing she she shared about the power of relationships and that you were positive and you were uh, patient and things like that. I mean, I hate I mean, Heidi, if you want to think, I'll, I'll share a story of one of my teachers growing up. It was one of my graduate professors. So very similar, I mean, very similar, Taylor, like where you are right now. It was one of my master's degree, Andrea Guillaume, Dr. Andrea Guillaume. I think I've shared the story in the episode, uh, earlier episode with Scott Bedley when we talked about our favorite teachers. And she 
was a statistics class. Oh. Exactly. I mean, it's, it, I'm not, it's not my favorite subject, but she was so good in that class. She taught, and, and the reason she wasn't just she was a good teacher, you were talking about professionals who had just gotten into the field. They were, they were doing this class, and she cared about them. She, and she put smelly stickers on her tests. <laughs> a graduate professor put smelly stickers on our tests, and we loved it. It was like we were in third and fourth grade again, like, oh, what'd you get? Oh, you got pizza? I got bubble gum. I got bubble gum. I mean, it, it was awesome, and she cared for us. We cared for her, and I think that the, the perfect illustration of that is I like to say that if, if our students know that we care for them, they will run through a brick wall for us. And in that class, at the end of the semester, uh, Andrea gave us the opportunity to bypass the final. Basically, if you had an A in the class, you didn't have to take the final. And which is like, oh, sweet. Mm -hmm. I had an A going into the final. Do you think I took the final? Probably. Yep. <laughs> I took the final even though I didn't have to take the final. And why did I take the final? Because I didn't want to let Andrea down. Because, she, because that's how much she meant to me as a professor, as a, as a role model, as a mentor. It was like, I wasn't going to take the easy way out. Mm -hmm. And just so anyone listening doesn't think, oh, well, Brent, you're just that kind of student. No. <laughs> because in the same semester, I had the exact same opportunity in a different class. If you had an A going into the final, you didn't have to take the final. And I skipped that final. It was like, thank you very much, because there was no relationship built. Yeah. I didn't care. I mean, frankly put, I didn't care about the opinions. Well, if I, I don't really care if I'm letting her down, because I don't think that she really cares <laughs> about me. And it's not like she was mean or anything like that, but... Andrea went out of her way to build relationships with not just me, but the entire class. And virtually everybody took that final. And in the other class, virtually everybody skipped the final who had an A. Just I, For me, that illustrates that power of relationships. Because there's no way in the world I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm a slacker. Here you go. I know that's not what she would have thought. But in my mind, that's, that's, I was not even going to risk that in I did not want her to see me like that in her eyes. So, Heidi, mm -hmm. what about you? Now I just totally put you on the spot. Do, do you have anything? Any stories of one of your favorite teachers or anything like that? You know, I do, and I, I think that I would be remiss if I didn't mention my dad as part of this. Um, my dad was a teacher for forty years. He taught fifth grade, and virtually at the same school for years and years. And I have favorite teachers I'd like to, to list as well, but he was definitely my biggest influence. Uh, I grew up playing in his classroom, and um, even though I went through several iterations before I decided to become a teacher, that was just part of my DNA. And and he was, I'm talking, he's still alive. I'm sorry, I'm speaking in him in, in like it, it's not around anymore, but he was everyone's favorite teacher. Um, he just the kids adored him and he he was the teacher like you said that kids would run through a brick wall for he just um 
was amazing with those students and he loved every minute of teaching and, and even now i'm not in the classroom anymore and he um he always asked me you know aren't you sad you're not in the classroom anymore he, he just he loved every minute of it and every one of those kids and and that had a tremendous impact on me hmm. so i have to start there yes uh, and then but uh, in high school i had two teachers that had a large impact on me as well i i took german so i had a german teacher that i had for all four years um and then in addition to that i had a history teacher that i i had her twice in a row and um, my german teacher was ursula Rovell at walnut high school to mention that and then donna chrissy was my history teacher and um together let me you're gonna edit this out right so let me back up so the history part nowadays we talk a lot about we don't sit and get right we want to be active learners and i promote this a lot but my history teacher in high school was so phenomenal at lecture yeah that i could sit and listen to her stories all day every day like, that gifted storyteller who just mesmerizes you yes so gifted and there aren't many people that can do that especially from like ninth tenth and eleventh graders but i just fell in love with the story she told and i had her for world history and then i had her for a european history class and um i just felt lucky every day to sit and listen to her stories so that that had a profound impact as well um, i ended up majoring in history and that, that was because of her because i just i couldn't get enough of those stories and again it goes back even in history and social studies it's the relationships between people and government that drive you know the world and so i, I just could never get enough of kind of that i was in love with the subject because yeah. of her um and and then my my german teacher um, so much of what Taylor said, and, and I'm overwhelmed by what Taylor said, so I'm kind of having a hard time putting a lot of words in order here, but my German <laughs> teacher made us feel that same way. Uh, we came in as ninth graders and, and thought that she was pretty mean. <laughs> we didn't like her, but somewhere that facade melted, and I ended up taking German for four years, not because it was particularly useful, but because I loved being in her class. Mm. And um, she would cook. German food for us, and we watched uh, movies in German. And like Taylor, you can remember stuff from Pasadena. Mm -hmm. I remember um, the songs we sang in German class, and this is in the early 90s now, right? Um, I remember the smell of the classroom when she would cook bratwurst and sauerkraut for us. <laughs> I remember that I watched ET in German. I, I'm a big ET fan. Uh, and um, I, I can remember sitting in class watching ET and crying watching ET. <laughs> with the German um, dub over it. So, and again, I don't remember a lot about high school curriculum, but I remember those two teachers and the feelings I had in their classes. Yeah, they, they it's like my fourth grade teacher was very similar, Mrs. Olson. I remember nothing yeah. of the curriculum, nothing. <laughs> But I can tell you where I sat. I can I could like draw you if I was a good artist. I could draw you a picture of of what the room looked like and what you just said. I could I I remember how she made me feel. Yeah. And that I mean, geez, you saying I took German for four years because I wanted to be in her class, ladies and gentlemen. For anyone listening right now. 
Think of the power that if you are a classroom teacher, Taylor, you are an aide right now, you also hold that power. I call it edu-influence. Mm -hmm. You have that power. Somebody right now, it's, you've heard it say, if you didn't, if people, if students didn't have to come to school, would they? Heidi, you did. <laughs> if you didn't have to come to school for four years, you did. And you, what'd you say? I fell in, uh, the history teacher, I loved the subject, or I fell in love with the subject because of the teacher. Mm -hmm. That, ooh, that's, that is good, good stuff. And, and, your, and your storytelling, when you talked about how your history teacher was a master storyteller. Um, Heidi, have you read, and, and Taylor, have you read Bold School by Weston Kichnick? No. I haven't, no. A fabulous book. So Weston, if you are listening, uh, it's awesome. It, it's essentially, and for anyone who has not read it, um, you need to read it. He basically, Bold School is blended learning and old school. And his, oh, okay. his, his whole premise is, and you said it, Heidi, and, and one of his first chapters is direct instruction. His whole premise is, we do not need to throw out effective old school strategies if they work. And direct instruction, Hattie says, has an effect size of 0.6. That's an effective strategy if done to fidelity, if done well. Your teacher was a master storyteller. Weston writes in his book that he had a, a history teacher as well, who was a master storyteller. I had one of those in junior college who was, it was Western civilization. Mm -hmm. And the same thing. He, ne he just talked yeah. the whole time. And he maybe drew pictures on the blackboard and stuff. But we were glued. And it's like, if you've got someone like that, his whole premise is, how could technology make that person even better? It, don't get rid of what you're good at. How could technology make it better? So there you go, Weston. There's your plug. Right. Old School by Weston Kishnick. It is a fabulous book. And uh, I'm not getting paid to say this. So I can just say it, it is truly that good. So if anyone is looking for a good book, Old School by Weston Kishnick is really, really good. But... Um, Taylor, anything else you want to add? Um, I was totally putting you on the spot there. I mean, I, <laughs> it was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I, I just really meant what I said earlier. And I, I, I'm really glad. I'm really glad to be speaking on this right now because I, I don't know. It, it's just good to, to get that out there, Heidi. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank, oh, thank you. you. you know, yeah, actually, yeah, I do want to add something. So I, I want to let you know that how, how you were with me and with the rest of our students or with the rest of your students at the time, um, I, I remember that, okay? And it's all, it's, I have nothing but positive memories of you. Um, and so every day, every day when I'm in the classroom with, with my kids, I strive to bring a little, I, I strive to bring that in there. So they get a bit of you, Heidi. It's <laughs> too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and Heidi, I'll ask you as we close, for, for someone in Taylor's position, for Taylor or for anyone else who is perhaps listening right now, pre-service teachers who are getting in, my, I mean, hopefully you're getting out of this is, I in no way want to diminish the curriculum because there are standards that need to be taught. There are skills that need to be taught. And in no way, I, I think 
the three of us, none of us are saying, oh, yeah, it's not, not important. Just play music all day and just have parties. And that's not what we're saying. But I think the message that I am getting loud and loudly and clearly is it's so much more than that. Because if that's all it was, it's kind of like Heidi and Taylor, you will get this when you become, <laughs> when you get in there and you have your own classroom. But Heidi, Heidi I'm sure you've heard this question when somebody's going to be absent. One of the most insulting questions that a teacher, I think, can be asked is when the parent says, hey, my son's going to be gone for a few days. Are they going to miss anything important? Mm -hmm. Or can you send home, can you send home what they're going to miss? And the answer to that question is no, because they're going to miss me. They're going to miss the teacher. Mm -hmm. And if they didn't, and I guess my point is, it's so much more than worksheets. It's so much more than textbooks, because if that's all it was, we wouldn't need teachers. We'd just send the books home and say, here you go, finish it by Friday. So it's so much more than that. Heidi, what would you say, like if you were, what advice would you give to, to Taylor or anyone else who is, who is about to get in the field? You know, I, I thank you for that because that helps me reflect a lot. And I, I reflect, when I had Taylor in my class, I was very young, was a very new teacher. And um, actually it's probably about her age when she was in my class. And I think building relationships was very important to me then. And, and looking back, I, I probably would have done a better job at trying to build relationships with even more of the students. Um, I, I still think of certain students that I probably could have done a better job with, you know, you know? and because we always think about the ones that we lost. Mm -hmm. And and I'm, I'm grateful for Taylor's kind words. Um, but had I to, to do it over again, there'd be so many things I would do differently. Um, and and I'm, I'm proud of the, of the things that Taylor has said, but uh, I would really take that extra time to get to know every single student, especially those that are maybe a little more quiet and a little more withdrawn and, and a plug for tech, the way the tech is set up now, we kind of have an opportunity to do that in a way that I didn't necessarily when Taylor was in my class. and whatever year that was now, but um, yeah, connecting with students and, and finding a way to make them know that you care and ask, you know, asking them about themselves. We, I think as teachers, we, we share a lot about ourselves, at least I did probably too much. Right. And um, finding that one thing that connects you with that one student that will finally bring them in. And it's going to be different for all of them, but that, that is one thing I tried to do is, okay, I know this student likes this music. What? How can I connect over that? I know this student likes this sort of fashion. How, how can I connect through that? And it's not to say that I was making up, you know, fake things to connect to, with them, but um, I was just trying to find that one thing that maybe I knew about and they knew about and and we could have a conversation over and that opens the door then i can talk about hey why'd you miss this assignment right but before having that relationship it, it's hard to um what's the word sort i'm looking for it, it's hard to chastise or condemn someone or come at them negatively when you haven't already built a bridge um for for why you care yeah right um no, it's, it's, this is, and, and as you're saying that, I'm, that would be what I would do, my advice as well. And, and at the beginning, it's like, if I could go back and do it again, I would spend more time on the relationships. Because unfortunately, sometimes you have those negative experiences 
where you realize too late, like you said, Heidi, you had to you had to discipline somebody, had to redirect somebody, and you hadn't built the relationship, and the law goes on. Oh shoot! Now you're having to spend the next however long it is to tear down that wall to try to reconnect. And it's like, and if you've established that the wall is less likely to go up, or if it does go up, it's a smaller one that you can step over more easily. So, um, yeah, I just, I just can't, I've had, uh, earlier episodes about the power of relationships, but this is, this is fantastic. Heidi and Taylor, thank you so much for taking this time. And I hope that anyone listening, if you're a, if you're a 25 year veteran, or you're gonna, or you've twenty-five day veteran. Um, I think any of us can get, or you're, or you're in in twenty-five days. You're gonna start, or twenty-five months. You're gonna start. So, the power of relationships. If you if you don't have the relationships, nothing else matters. It, it's yep. you've got to connect with their hearts before you can connect with their heads. So, uh, Heidi Taylor, thank you, Heidi. For anyone listening who wants to connect with you online, how could they do that? Uh, Twitter handle is at Baines Heidi, B-A-Y-N-E-S-H-E-I-D-I. Awesome. And Taylor, are you are you on Twitter? I am actually. Uh, awesome. My Twitter handle is Tay Emrod, T-A-Y-M-R-O-D. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I will be sure. I will follow you as soon as we're done recording. I already follow Heidi, but I'm going to follow Taylor. So, well, thank you, ladies. Totally appreciate it. And for everyone listening, thank you. Mom, Dad, Weston, hopefully, Corey Orlando, John Ike. I know you guys are faithful listeners. I'm going to give you guys a shout out there. Thank you so much. Can I thank my dad, too? Because he'll be Taylor, (laughs) want to thank you. So uh, anyway, seriously, thank you. And for anyone listening, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please be sure to do so. We're in iTunes, Google Play, also on Spotify. You can get that there. If you like what you hear, we really would appreciate a review in iTunes. That just helps get the word out to more listeners so that we can spread the positive message of good stories from the world of education. So once again, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And until next time, have a good one.